Maya Explaining is the podcast where Maya explains a TV show after having watched only the pilot and finale. She hasn't seen any other episodes and has done zero research. With the help of a special guest expert, Maya will get to the bottom of your favorite shows. Today, Maya explains Once Upon a Time. Welcome to my explaining. I'm here with Adair, and we are going to talk a little bit about this episode of Once Upon a Time. Yes, this episode that we're we're about to endeavor upon. Uh, it was quite entertaining for me to edit, although I'll pre- I'll pretend like I wasn't super hurt that Dan hyped up all his podcasts except for the one I have with him. Which one is that? Which, you know, that's us, uh, slow claps and rewrites. That you can check out on iTunes and all the places. All the places? We're podcasts. All the places. We're all podcasts. Yeah, just, you just go into that podcast garage and it's there right in, right in, right in the back. I wonder if that's the name of uh, an app or an if. Yeah. Maybe we should buy that domain name and just hold it. Patent pending. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that would be. So this episode, you embarked on a show that you and I both... So you've watched all of it. I watched most of it, I think, till season five. I was pretty steadfast in it mm-hmm. until about then. And I can't remember what happened, but it, they kind of lost me. Was but that yeah, when so, Elsa came? No, that was after Elsa came. Okay. Was it Peter I Pan? It was, I think it was Emma being the dark one. I, I stopped <gasps> watching gotcha. her on that King Arthur. Yeah. Emma being the dark one. It, it started getting a little off off topic for me i recognize it all kind of makes sense when it happens but it was i felt like it was suffering from lost syndrome as in they were lost i i agree it was not the strongest storyline um yeah it wasn't the strongest storyline i mean it took us to where it needed to take us like there was a purpose for the story but uh, I wouldn't say that, like, if I was just saying, oh, watch a random episode, I would not necessarily recommend a random episode from that season. I'd say probably skip a season, go ahead, uh, to six. Six is mm-hmm. weird and interesting. I think there or wait, is it seven? How many seasons are there? I think I think it's six is the season that's in Seattle. Oh, well, then you're thinking about, so then, yeah, yeah, go to, no, no. So you're thinking about season four then. Because season five know. was all about Rumpel's bad mama. Yeah, because I didn't know anything about her. That yeah. was something that was surprising to me. One of my, f- one of my favorite actresses. I really enjoy her in things. I don't remember you- her name. Mm. New endeavor upon the ultimate challenge, which is the Once Upon a Time family tree, which is great. Absolutely love it. It took uh, me an hour to write. Yeah, I, well, I remember you texting me and giving me, or calling, I can't remember, you texted or called to give get my input on it. And I was just like, oh, wow, 
This is this is a lot. Oh, I called you because uh, you had uh, pals over. And I read it to them, too. Oh, yes, yes. That was the night that I was drinking wine with some friends, mm-hmm. and I just put you on speakerphone, and they really enjoyed it and were really curious what we were talking about. Because so it sounded wacky. they're all listening yeah. soon. Well, I, I hope they're listening. If they're listening, hey, hi. Yeah, I mean, Thanks. hi, guys. I appreciate so, it. So was this everything you dreamed of, it, getting it, getting Dan to It really was. Watch this? Because Dan, for someone who has never watched a TV show, or, or, or I'm sorry, never watched this TV show. He's watched lots of TV shows, but never watched this TV show. He say. had a lot of fucking opinions on what this it's show because, was like. It's because he loves fables. Like he So loves, do I. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I agree like that that doesn't prevent you. But I think that's why he had such such a bias against it, because he loved I agree. fables. Well, and, and, you know, he he just he. He's opinionated about some things. No. Only a few. Just a couple things that he sets his mind to. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I was happy and I felt like maybe he might watch it. Um, but not like to actually watch it, just like for background noise. So funny you say that because... Dan's comment when I asked him to comment after because it's been a few it's been a few since you guys recorded yes. this and so I didn't want him to I wanted to ask the question without recency bias so the question was do you actually think you will watch this show and he said I will let it play in the background yes so there you go so, you know Dan well and here's the thing about, about he's giving it a chance that may, means that he may while it's playing in the background and he's doing whatever the hell Dan does, I don't know, not eating meat and telling everybody about it. <laughs> Is that what he does? I don't know. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That's pretty much what he does. I think. I don't know. You hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> but, you know, maybe he'll sit down on the couch when something happens and then he'll just end up watching like... Protein deficiency, he'll faint. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, we'll be playing. Yeah. I think that's a brilliant plan, Maya. I think you've you've made a you've made a good you've made a possible lifetime fan out of. Now, it. I have a question for you. Uh, yeah, for do sure. Do you think maybe you'll go back and finish Once Upon a Time? You know, I was super intrigued about what you guys were talking about with that final episode. It sounds like absolute nonsense. It's so good. But I was <laughs> I was super intrigued, so I actually do think I will go and endeavor upon these episodes. I do love the statement that you have, spoilers, about ru- the show really being about Rumpel, because I kind of always thought that. I found him such an interesting character, such a layered character for so many years and so complicated. Not perfectly good, not perfectly bad. Mm-hmm. Just so complicated. Really like flawed. Regina. Really beautifully yeah. flawed. Yeah. And that's something I loved. And he was a character that I never really got tired of. Some of the others I was like, eh, eh, eh. But yeah, so that's good. No one cares about Snow and Charming. I mean, they do because they definitely met their significant others in that during that. Like, Um, we get it, guys. You're in love. Hope. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what they that's what Snow says. Snow's all about hope. And they're all like, I love you. 
And also this episode is important to mention, debuts your official format for this podcast. Yes. The first episode, which I was in, was a little more unstructured. It, but I have to say, I really love this this structure. I love how what you're doing with it. It made me very jealous because I want to participate in a structure like this. So maybe at some point you'll let me come back on. Maybe. Or I'll just edit all of your episodes to make you sound like a chipmunk. Or maybe you could just take all the lines that the other person said and just say them. I do like some record your own. (laughs) I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, if if there isn't anything else you want to share, I think we should go right into this episode so everyone can hear your and yours and Dan's amazing banter. So I would recommend to you visitors uh, as this visitors. That was that's not what I meant. That's not the right word. Listeners. Listeners. I meant listeners. Visitors. Whatever. You're visiting the podcast. Welcome. Hello. Ha ha. Um, But. If you really, really want to get this, I recommend pausing it and watching the first and last episode of Once Upon a Time. They're on Netflix. And at this point, if you don't have Netflix, like, just call a friend because they have Netflix. Come on. Do you, you know even what Netflix? I would love is to meet those people that still have the Netflix DVD subscription? I want to meet those people. That would be my roommates. Seriously? That's awesome. <laughs> He gets one one DVD and then he just and then it just sits around for like sometimes months and then we'll sit and watch it and then he'll drop it in the mail. And then uh, so I got to see the movie Goat with Nick Jonas. I Yes, you told me about that movie. It was a it was a pretty good movie. Um, sometimes he will get a disc and it'll be at the house for so long that the show becomes available on streaming. And then there's just no point and keeping the dvd and we send it back i don't oh. even know what the dvd is uh this time maybe i will let you guys know uh some other time next episode i don't know some something to to keep people coming in for i will let you guys know uh in my next episode which is a pretty good one too it is it's it's hilarious all right well let's tune in Hello, this is Maya, and you're listening to Maya Splaining. This episode, we're switching things up, and my guest watched the pilot and series finale of a show that is dear to my heart, Once Upon a Time. I have Daniel Crary here. Born and raised in Montana, he currently calls New York City his home. He is a performer, singer, writer, poet, lover of Star Trek, podcaster, and quite the aficionado when it comes to comics. Dan is a lover of a good narrative. So I have a feeling that even though I had to force him to watch this, he loved it. Oh yeah, and he's one of the co-founders of this podcast network, Secret Weapon Productions. Dan, say hello to everyone. Hello, and thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. I'm very excited to have you here today. Um, So how are you? You know, uh, I'm full, I'm full of many emotions, many, many a feeling. I personally, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. But when it comes to what we're, the reason we're here today, I have, I have so, so many thoughts and feelings churning around in me, like some sort of torrent, like some sort of bit torrent. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, 
I love this show. So I'm actually very, I was, I hadn't seen the first episode in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I do have to say that Robert Carlyle, Carlyle really does age. That is that, uh, is that dime store David Tennant? What? Rumpelstiltskin? You called, no. Oh, I don't, I don't know the names of it. I mean, they're both Scottish. Yeah, just, you know, dime store David Tennant. (laughs) Network TV David Tennant. Come on. Robert Carlyle has a, a prolific career of playing a lot of complicated characters. This on is the, other this is the first th- this is the first I'm hearing of this. I thought he was a newcomer. <laughs> Fresh young face. Fresh young face. This is the first thing he's ever done, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, um, this was his premiere. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's hear. Let's hear your splain, Dan's splain, of what Once Upon a Time is about. Sure. Okay. Once Upon a Time is the story of how Emma Swan breaks the magical town of Storybrooke, Maine, into a multiverse with diverging timelines, thus causing the great crisis on infinite enchanted woods. Welcome to Storybrooke, Maine, the sleepy town populated entirely by fairy tale creatures who have forgotten who they were because of a curse by Regina, the evil queen. Jiminy Cricket is now a human therapist. Rumpelstiltskin is a landlord, I guess. Um, and the evil queen has made herself mayor. Snow White is a teacher and a candy striper for some fucking reason, because honestly, she has very little personality or traits outside of just being generically good in this reality. But before all this, all the creatures and stories were just like we remember, and they all lived happily ever after in this enchanted woods that is not on our earth. But the evil queen was pissed at Snow White and Prince Charming when they got married, so she cursed everybody. But as we all know, evil curses take like a year to gestate. So in that time, Snow White got pregnant, and was about to give birth while the queen was just, I guess, working on her evil spell for some reason. It just like needed it needed to charge. This gave other characters, other magical beings like the good fairy and whatnot, time to find magical plot armor, a magical tree that uh, could be fashioned into a wardrobe for some unknown fucking reason. <laughs> and this magical wardrobe tree could protect one person inside it. Uh, it was going to be Snow White, but she began to give birth to Emma right as the curse was dramatically descending on them like a big storm. So... Just like the last son of Krypton, our only hope, the last survivor of this fairy tale world and race, was sent off alone to become the savior of them all later down the line. So, flash forward 28 years, 
And Emma is a bail bondsman who's tracked down by her son, long lost son, Henry. All right. He's 10. She gave him up for adoption. He's been adopted by the evil queen. But in this reality, she's the mayor of this town where she's enchanted everyone and all of their memories have been wiped. And now they're all living. Yada, 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 yada. So Emma is drawn into this world that she's originally from. And uh, Henry begs her to stay. She does. And for the rest of the series, Emma slowly wakes people up to who they really are. Their, their fairy tale real selves. But the, the knowledge of this, the knowledge of who they actually were, the remembering, causes rifts and fractures as they remember things. And it becomes so much magic and, and shenanigans involved. We get canon from other parts of the world and different realms that all converge on this town in Maine for some reason. Because, I don't know, Stephen King was right. Maine is like the epicenter of some sort of multiverse that has to do with writers and emotions. Eventually... We get into time travel somewhere along the way. And this time travel allows for multiple versions of things. Now, as Disney Studio executives continue to ransack DC Comics properties for ideas that they can use, we get a second Henry. This one is analogous to Superboy Prime from Crisis on Infinite Earth. He's young, he's good-looking, and he's evil and has parental issues and thinks he's special and for some reason can power a pen that can write things in and out of existence, which is the culmination of some prophecy, obviously. Also, Rumpelstiltskin is now two people, and one of them was in love with Belle for some reason. But we didn't get a Gaston, so obviously he killed him in cold blood by drowning him in gold coins. A guy who I thought was the Beast turned out to be Captain Hook, but it took six scenes before I saw his hook. Many people have relationships with many different people and more children are born in and out of time apparently henry and cinderella maybe get together but then henry prime doesn't have anyone and he's angry and angsty and there's more children and they proliferate and create more and basically uh what we get is the story of fables if it was designed by studio suits executed with piss poor cgi and beloved by millions of people wow so that's what it's about yeah that's what it's about also the queen gets a redemptive arc for no reason (laughs) so you say (laughs) probably many reasons i have pages of notes i think i mean you were close on some things okay you were close on some things but you were also not quite close enough mm-hmm. on most of those things. Um, it's so you have pages of notes and you must be very curious, but as is the rules, Dan, you are only allowed five questions. And I'm, I call this part of the show five questions to clear things up the time in the show where the splainer gets to ask the guestbert five questions only to clear up any and all confusion. Warning may cause further confusion. So Dan, you got five questions. What's your what's your first question? 
can you, I know what your first question can you is, actually, please ex- I had to actually work on it last night. Can you please explain this family tree? Because this shit is gnarled and forked and branching, and the roots, like, come up between a split in the sidewalk and then go back down and then come into the foundation of the house. Like, it is a, it is a janky-ass family tree. It is, and, and yet it isn't. So I, I did have to sit for a minute, but I was surprised at how much I actually remembered. And 99% of this I took out of my own memory. So we're going to start with great grands. All right. <clears throat> All right. So Malcolm and his wife, Fiona, had a son. She was preoccupied with keeping him safe and ended up becoming the Black Fairy, who is a real big bad person. Malcolm is an asshole and pissed about losing his wife and names that baby Rumpelstiltskin to be a dick. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Good sorry. shot. <gasps> it was shocking. He's the when son you of a fairy? <laughs> he abandoned his son and ran away to Neverland and transformed into Peter Pan. So Malcolm wait, becomes wait, Peter Pan. Wait, wait, Peter Pan is Rumpelstiltskin's father? Yes. Amazing. Continue, please. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin becomes a weaver and has a wife and a son who's named Balefire. Rumpel hobbles himself so that he's sent home from the war. He um, smashes his own his own leg with like a hammer hmm. because he's a coward. And uh, so his wife leaves him for Captain Hook. Yeah. Okay. To protect his son, he took on the powers of the Dark One. That makes him all magically. He was just a normal guy before. Gotcha. He didn't have any magic powers. Mm-hmm. Balefire ran away because the Dark One is evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ran away to a land without magic. And then he ended up in Neverland for quite a long time where his grandfather ruled. But he didn't know it was his grandfather. He just thought he was the pan. <laughs> so now we fast forward, fast forward some decades or witch and whatever Anna Miller had a daughter named Cora. Cora got pregnant and that guy took off. She tried to get a king to marry her, but he found out about the baby and dumps her. So she sent the baby away. That baby is Zelina. Zelina becomes the Wicked Witch of the West. Then, well, basically we have the story of Rumpelstiltskin, which if you if you listeners do not know the, that story, it's pretty easy to find. You can probably Google it wikipedia it so the only difference is that cora falls in love with rumple and he falls in love with her so because of that cora rips her own heart out keeps it in a box so that she will never let her heart rule over her ambition um that's a thing in this universe that people can rip out hearts i saw that in the final episode (laughs) yeah it's not like your heart heart but it is your heart i don't know it's like your mystical heart sure she keeps it in a box. If I grabbed your heart, I could control you because I have your heart, but you're still gotcha. alive. So then Cora marries a prince named Henry, and she has a daughter named Regina. Cora makes a promise that her daughter will be queen no matter what. So then Regina ends up with a king after his wife dies mysteriously. Ooh. I mean, there's more of a reason for it. Sure, um, but we're just doing family tree, so I get yeah. it. Uh, Regina is angry um, because she had a lover who was murdered by her own mother because Snow White 
accidentally told on her because Snow White was a little girl. This is why she's pissed at Snow White forever. Snow meets Charming. They get married. They have Emma. Emma meets a guy when she's about 17, probably named Neil. Neil is actually Balefire. <gasps> Neil takes off. Emma ends up in jail. She has a baby. She gives it up for adoption. Rumple finds that baby and offers the baby to Regina as a closed adoption. Regina has no idea of the parentage of her child named Henry. Uh, Henry grows up. He goes on some adventures. He meets Cinderella, marries her, and they have Lucy. Um, that's pretty much the main family tree. But then there's also Wish Realm Henry and Wish Realm Rumple, Wish Realm Hook. But you didn't ask about that. Also... Emma like, marries the, yeah, there was the like, normal round hook. Okay, okay. And they have a baby named Hope. But that's not the same hook that you were watching in that entire last episode. It's a completely different person. Gotcha. So my multiverse theory is 100% spot on. The realms of story is what they call it. Boo! But also the realms of story uh, run at different timelines. Like, yeah, they're just, they're differently told and whatnot. So, yeah, that's pretty much... Uh, that's pretty much it. No, I, I don't want to guide your questions <laughs> at all, but I feel like maybe if you asked me, a, you could ask me a question about the dark curse, but you don't actually have to because I can, uh, I can fit it in. I want to know in what season does Emma leave? Because it's very clear in that final episode that she's been gone for a minute. She left um she left at the end of the sixth season. So she's only been gone oh, for eight really? season. And she was in the first she was in the second episode of the seventh season. So most of the main characters left, except for Rumpel, Regina, Wishrum Hook, and Henry. And it's a different Henry. Hmm. Because this is in the future, sort of. <laughs> awesome. Seattle takes place in the future. <laughs> Seattle, the future. <laughs> All right. Okay, next question. How clear or can you explain to me the rules of magic in this universe? Is magic just whatever well, we want to be? Is there any sort of system around it? Is it it seems to be very hope and love based? Kind of stuff. It is. It's hope and love based and then hate darkness. Gotcha. Hope is light and uh, darkness is the absence of love, essentially, and the absence of hope. Mostly it's the absence of hope. And now it's not I'm not totally clear and it's never really said totally how people get magic. I, I, I believe it's just something that you can be taught to harness. Cora, Zelina and Regina were all taught magic by Rumpelstiltskin, who is immortal and has a plan. So he teaches all of them magic at one time or another throughout their lives. Emma learns how to use magic because she's the savior and because she's born of true love. And that makes her like super duper special. Yeah, I mean, they're not totally clear on like, in theory, you, if you were in a land with magic. Mm-hmm. Because the land has to have magic. It has to have a spring of magic that is that is protected and renewed. In the land without magic, you, I don't call it our world because it's not actually our world. 
it's called The Land Without Magic, which is where Storybrooke takes place and, or is and where the Seattle neighborhood is. That's in The Land Without Magic. And long ago, asshole humans destroyed the last source of magic in that world. And so then that world developed very much like our world is a land without magic. So if you're in a land without magic, you can't do magic or have magic unless you manage to take magic from a different realm. And then you only have that finite amount of magic. Or if you're a very powerful witch, like Regina or Zelina, etc., then you can use magic. No, wait, no, no, no. You can't use magic the only reason why they could use magic is because Rumpel reintroduced magic into the land without magic. That's it. Now I remember. Gotcha. So, and that's it. So people like Regina and Zelina and Aquafina, they can all they can use magic then. Yes. Okay. God, wouldn't that be great if Aquafina could use magic? She is magic. What are you talking about? Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I really like her. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, Maya. No. What next? I what think else that's do you th- want that's know? three questions. Fourth question. Can you explain to me the the in the finale we have people being held captive in a globe, I mean a snow globe, we have people being <laughs> held in a dungeon and it's all in a castle that appears to be the castle from the pilot. They are easily and handily freed because there's not really many guards around or anything. Very very light on manpower. I I would like to know because, okay, they, they, I just have to do a little bit of explaining on my own just to get to where my <laughs> logic is. They have to sneak around to get into this castle, Snow White and Charming, to uh, free, free Regina and impersonate guards and hook and some chick with glasses whose name I never caught. Uh, Robin. Oh, that's Robin. Of Loxley? No, we met him and he was dead. Um, yeah. See? It's, her do- it's his daughter. Oh, that's his daughter. Oh, my God. With Zelina. What? <laughs> Don't um, worry. She was disguised as Maid Marian, and so then that's why he had sex with her and got her pregnant, but then it turned out that it was... Yeah. And amazing. she did it because Regina was in love with him. <laughs> so Zelina's a they, they they free people, um, and then they all meet and have a meeting about how they're going to take on Henry and Rumpel. But it appears that Henry and Rumpel are in the same castle. Like, they don't go anywhere. They have this meeting. So is it the same castle? Am I confused? Is yes. there any government ruling at all? <laughs> so there's two castles. There is Regina's castle. And then there is Snow White's castle. Where Henry, that's where Henry and Rumpel are doing their machinations and plannings. And then, and so, and then there's also Rumpel's castle. And I don't know if they actually go into Rumpel's castle in that last episode. No, they don't. So mostly, so they're doing all the planning. The main cast is doing the big planning against, against Wish Henry and Wish Rumpel in Regina's castle. Okay. Yeah. All right, because it really seemed like they freed them in the same... Like, they never... There was no travel indication, so it just seemed like they were, like, over in in a different section of the castle. (laughs) No, because they've... Yeah, it's a different castle. Okay. Regina has her own castle that is away from... From... Not that far, though. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. Also, they have the ability to be like... 
Sure, sure. Transport. Magic. Wait, so what's your question? My question was, were they in the same castle? Oh, that's it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this is the this last one is the most important question that I ask you about every uh, television show before I start mm-hmm. watching it. Is there a musical episode? Yes. Oh, all right. Uh, it's very surprising, actually. It's the, uh, I believe, the second to last episode of the sixth season. And um, it's not that great. Everyone, all of the actors are singing their own thing, which is good, but they're not like great singers. Mm. Like none of them the s- are really the great snow- singers. I, well, I can't I'm, I'm out of questions, so. Um, I can give you a bonus question. I think we have time for that. A bonus question? Well, I feel, I feel very lucky. All right. Who... What are the what are the gross exclusions from this series? Because obviously they're using the Disney fairy tale canon to decide who to bring in and whatnot. Who are like some obvious Disney characters that they just never brought in and it's crazy that they didn't? They never brought in the tangled version of Rapunzel. Really? Yeah. Huh. Even though they had Arendelle and um, Elsa and Anna and Hans. What? They had all that, but they didn't bring in Tangled Rapunzel? And they told the entire backstory of why, where the, like, about the ice powers and all that stuff. It was really cool, actually. It was very cool. Um, Because I I love a good origin story, so I found it. I found it fun. I'm trying to think. We got Robin Hood... No, not really. I don't think they forgot anybody important. They mixed some things up. There is a Mother Gothel. Hmm. But Mother Gothel hooks up with Wish Realm Hook. <laughs> and they have a baby named Alice, who is... So Alice weird... really is his daughter. I thought that that's was like an adoption we... thing. Okay. No, that's his That's his biological daughter. But then when she de- or he decides he's going to take alice away she curses his heart so that they can never they can never touch they can never be too close to each other ever again within proximity or it will uh kill his heart so that was really sad for him because he loves his daughter so mother gothel is in that and mother gothel is actually from the land without magic she was like a dryad um and um was tricked by people and they destroyed the last bit of magic that her family was protecting. So then she decided she was going to have ultimate revenge, which is actually what happened just before that last episode was that big culmination of like them trying to defeat mother Gothel from, from making earth into like one big giant forest. Very, very Ivy of her. (laughs) Ah, eco-terrorist. Way to put it in D.C., yeah. speaking my I language. I know what's up. So. I know what's up. Yeah, I don't. They they had all of the characters. Just some of them were jumbled up. There's also two Cinderella's. All right. Because there's two enchanted forests or there's more than one enchanted <sighs> forest. And um, also that whole pen thing. Henry is what's called the author. He's the author of all the realms of story. So he takes those books and he writes them. So he's their god. But he doesn't really 
he doesn't really create them. He just chronicles them because he chronicles them. They really happen. Sort of. That's sort of how it works. I have so much empathy for people trying to get into comic books. <laughs> this, con- <You> should- <laughs> this, this continuity <laughs> hurts, hurts my soul. <laughs> Dan, um, I am going to, I'm going to state my case as far as why I think you should possibly actually give this show a shot. Well, it's and all on Netflix, so. It is. It's 100% on Netflix. Um, and you can take your time watching it. But my main reason why I think you should watch this is that the whole time people watch this show, they all think that the main characters of this show or the, the main character is Henry. That everything is all about Henry. And honestly, truly, this story is about Rumpelstiltskin, mm. who is also the Beast. <laughs> okay. The, how? Mm, all right. Okay. Because he's the Dark One. The that dark doesn't one, the make it clearer, Maya. <laughs> I think it does. And I think everyone else knows what I'm talking about. You know what I mean. Um, anyway, uh, like even that Dark Curse. Mm-hmm. The Dark Curse was created by the black fairy Rumpelstiltskin's mother she created that black curse because she wanted to transport everyone in the enchanted forest to a land without magic so that they couldn't hurt her kid because she was she was convinced uh well there's a prophecy that he was a savior that he would have to fight the ultimate evil and that he may not win so she's like, well, that's not going to happen. So she tries this dark, she tries to create, well, she creates this dark curse and, um, and she severs his destiny from that of the savior. And then the blue fairy gets pissed and banishes her. And then they hide the curse. And then after all the stuff happens with, uh, Balefire running away to a land without magic, he decides he needs to get to a land without magic. So everything he did, he manipulated Cora and um, Regina to get them all to a place where they would cast the curse. He gave the curse to Regina to cast, but he changed it by putting a, he made a a distilled potion um, from uh, the hairs of Snow White and Prince Charming. Stay awake. I know. I know. (laughs) To introduce true love into it so that the the curse can be broken because he needed to get to that land without magic to get his son. And even though, and then his, and then he met or he got back together with Belle and they fell in love. He found his son, his son died. Then he and Belle have another son. And at first that doesn't work out well, but then it gets better. But everything was oriented and changed for Rumple. So that he could reach his ultimate destiny, which was to be to save everyone. He was supposed to save everyone always. So he does get to. And then that's sort of the end. Um, Also, I'm a big fan of Regina's redemption arc, where she goes from being the evil queen and then everyone elects her and crowns her the good queen. If you watch all of the shows, it'll bring a little tear to your eye because it's a it's kind of it's kind of sweet. But this show is bananas. It's so fun. It's so fun. 
And it's such nonsense. And that is why I believe you should watch this show. Yeah. It, so uh, what it's, do you think? it's very much it's very primetime soap. And I mean that with the utmost respect. That's there's no con, condemn, condemnation there or talking down. I, I like a good soap. I'm shocked that the continuity could get that convoluted and complex in just seven seasons. It sounds like you're recapping, you know, seven years of a, a soap opera, like an act like a daily soap. Mm-hmm. There's just so much happening. And everyone is related. Sort everyone. Of. Like, I mean, I didn't even go to Anna and Elsa. Like, how, how would you even like pick someone up in a bar in Storybrooke? You wouldn't because you're probably related to them. Well, only if you're a royal, because regular people got transported too. Poor, like, like poor Leroy. I don't know. <laughs> poor Leroy. Poor Leroy. <laughs> Grumpy, if you couldn't tell. Um, I'm just going back <laughs> through my through my notes, but you know, um, true love will always find you. No more happy endings. I think it's so. <laughs> I think that's great. It is. And like, you know, it's that hope and that love, and it's uh, lighthearted and. Um, but it also shows you that everybody has the ability to go dark because Snow White murdered Cora. Wow. I mean, it really fucked her up <laughs> after she did it because she didn't think she had it in her. And then she she did it. Wow. And then she felt really, really bad about it. And she tried to get Regina to kill her. And Regina, who was very upset because, you know, even she has a very complicated relationship with her mother, but that's still her mom. Right. And so her mom dies. And so she's pissed and she's going to kill Snow White. But then she laughs at her and she was like, oh, no, I think I'll get a lot more out of this if you live with what you did, which really fucks up Snow further. Um, but everyone, what's her face? Uh, Emma becomes the dark one. <laughs> There's just... Okay. You know, it gets really complicated because they go to Camelot. All right, all right, all right, all right. I forgot to mention, they they go to Camelot, and um, it turns out that uh, King Arthur is kind of a dick. I'm not really surprised. British ruler? When have they been great? He's kind of the bad guy for a little while, which is fun. Yeah. Well, I... The thing is, is that I forget where I'm at when I'm even (laughs) trying to explain something. I'm like, wait, and then I went to there. Now, where was I? Anyway, yeah, she becomes the dark one. And and um, oh, and then they go to they go to the underworld and they meet Hades. All right. uh, From Mm -hmm. Hercules. And then Hercules shows up, but it's a different Hercules. (laughs) So in the sliding scale of Disney fairy tales, I think we have the animated originals. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, you know, pretty highly revered. We've got their CGI mm-hmm. live action hybrid remake counterparts. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Once Upon a Time. And then I think below that, maybe we have The Descendants on Disney Channel. Would that be, is I, I, I was is that the, is that the hierarchy? We've got. OK. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, interestingly enough, the woman who plays Belle in Disney's Descendants plays the Blue Fairy in Once Upon a Time. Wow, she's really uh, she's getting that that Disney uh, that Disney fairy tale money. Good for her. Getting that uh, Once Upon a Time cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's not really on the show that much. The Blue Fairy is... Uh, An expensive effect. She just shows up and <laughs> expositions things. I need you to be honest with me about one thing, Maya, and this is really going to determine whether or not I watch this show. Okay. The CGI shot at the end in the finale, showing all the lands living together in harmony, is <laughs> one of the roughest, worst CGI shots I've, I've seen in, in a network television show. How much... Mm-hmm. CGI at that caliber could I expect from watching this show? Anytime they show like, like a big wide room shot, unless if they're in the enchanted forest, if they're in a, 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 like a big castle thing, they usually will throw up CGI for that. The magic is very good with their CGI when they do the magic stuff. But when they're doing like scenery, it's like they just don't fucking care. They're like, you get it, you get it. It's a fucking dragon like, back there. The what do you want it. from me? It's a it's a forest. Like, ooh, it's a big castle. You know what a fucking <laughs> castle looks like, guys? <laughs> that kind of dedication I don't need to, to hold crap your hand through that this. really gets me. <laughs> but yeah, for the most, but like when you're talking about like the actual magic that's happening, it is it's good. Mm-hmm. It's the CGI is good with that. By the way. Uh, Emma breaks the curse by telling Henry that she loves him. That's the kiss of true love. He he eats an, a poisoned apple tart that Regina made for Emma. Because mm. she doesn't believe. She does not believe at all. Oh. Until he's like, and he's like, don't eat the apple tart. She's trying to kill you. And he's like, she's like, you're crazy. I'm leaving town. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he takes a bite of the, the tart. He falls down dead-ish. And then he dies, sort of, and uh, she cries and tells him that she loves him and kisses him. And then there's a big rainbow um, sort of wave that goes through the entire town and everyone remembers who they are. How carefully would I have to pay attention to the show if I was watching it to actually know what's going on? Not that Okay. Uh, All right, Maya. I think I can tentatively agree to let season one play in the background while I cook. There you go. And then you might even be like, ooh, this is interesting. Let me just let my non-meat food cook. <laughs> they're called, they're called plants, guys, Maya. I don't know they're what you called plants. Eat. Non-meat, it's, it's just plants. It's what the meat eats. Plants. I yeah. eat, I so eat what meat eats. Cooking your plants. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, this is so interesting. My quinoa. <laughs> my quinoa. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's my protein for the day. Oh, no. I get- I'm just kidding. You have lots of protein. There's, there's tofu and oatmeal has protein. Legumes. Children. Aren't children meat? Well, no. I just, I just don't eat animal products. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So children are good. <laughs> I mean, I don't have children any. Uh, you know, I, if, I, if I had them, I would just balloon. Too many calories. I can't keep them in the house. Well, I mean, I have said many times about my own children. I could just eat them up. A little salt. <laughs> Pan seared. Paprika. Smoked paprika. Mm. Smoked paprika. There is there a difference. And if you don't know that, yes, you're not is. a chef. Get out of here. I have I have paprika and smoked paprika. And we have a different, as a, a third paprika that I can't remember. I have pat. Like a sweet paprika. I have pack a day smoked paprika. Oof, it's rough. It's real gravelly. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting off topic. Um, 
Maya, do you have like? Yeah, uh, we're we're. Do we have any more sections or any other things to? Say you know, to? we don't get. No, I was. I didn't actually write a closure. Gotcha. I just wrote close out. So then I'm like, fuck. I should have written one. It's okay, um, we can workshop something. Okay, well. <laughs> Quick, just whatever comes to your mind. Dan. Whatever comes to your mind. You know, no bad ideas in improv. Go, Dan. go, 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 Could go, you go. just, could I, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> All right, well, Dan, 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 the podcast man. Thank you so much. I appreciate that you watched the show. I know that it wasn't uh, exactly what you would have wanted to do on a, on a Friday, but I hope you'll enjoy this in the future. And I hope that uh, you share this with your wife. And also, um, do you have any plugs, any things that, that you want to plug, tell people Absolutely. about? Absolutely. First, thank you for having me. This was an absolute blast. And I didn't want to say anything at the top of the episode because I didn't want to color people's reaction. But the reason we chose this show is that Maya and I have had a long going joke about Once Upon a Time because I tried to watch the first season years ago and detested it. I hated it so much. And we've just uh, gone back and forth about Maya liking it and me thinking that it's uh, garbage fire television. And I have to say, upon rewatching, I was too harsh. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's some, some stuff in there that's not as insane as it all sounds. So that just end cap closer. Yeah, I have things to plug. I am the host of a podcast called 20 Minutes of Banter. That is a comedy improv show that comes out every Monday. Uh, I'm also the co-host of The Meh Generation, also a TV-themed podcast here on the Secret Weapon Productions Network. I have not watched Star Trek, guys. I watched the entire original series and all of the movies in a year. And my reactions to that with my buddy Cameron, who is a big old Trekkie, along with uh, a couple of guest spots from the the host of this show, Maya, can be heard. Oh, yes. uh, we're working our way through the next generation now, but all of the original series is available. Additionally, we've got some pretty exciting stuff on the horizon. Check back early next year for uh, a few updates there. But yeah, Secret Weapon Productions, guys. We've got something for you. I promise. Th- is that the new slogo? Slogo. slogo. Slogan? No, I like it. It's a slogan and a logo. It's a slogo. Yeah. Uh, no, the new slogan is... It's got something for you <laughs> Se- guys. Secret, Secret Weapon Weapons. Productions. What else are you going to do? <laughs> wow. That's that's poignant and really that's beautiful. That's what podcasts are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to check out my socials, Maya Splaining, on both Twitter and on Instagram. Also, don't forget to download, subscribe, and share this with your friends because we're having fun and I want you guys to have fun with this. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good day. Bye bye. You've been splained. Yo! You've been splained? A Secret Weapon Production.